Hey guys, this is Shru and you are listening to Bioscope. So in this episode, we are going to talk about yet another very interesting bird species, the crows. Crows, you might wonder, what is so special about them? I personally feel that since they are so common and they are found everywhere, we sort of are not curious about their origins and behavior. But the more I learned about them, the more astonished I was with their intelligence and their behavior and habits. And they play an immensely important role in evolution and science. So let's start with the basics. Crows, they belong to the genus Corvus that also includes ravens. Now how do you tell them apart? It's very challenging. Crows are usually smaller, they don't have thick bills and that's the only way you can tell them apart. The Corvus is also part of a bigger family called Corvidae and that includes the jays, the nutcrackers and the magpies and they all have very similar evolutionary history and behaviors. Now crows themselves there are over 40 plus species of them and it's even difficult to tell the difference between each of these species. at least visually. No, I'm sure you've seen at least a crow or two during your lifetime, either in the backyard or on the roads. In fact, they're very popular in the urban as well as suburban areas. You know, they eat almost everything. They are omnivores, which means they eat both animals as well as plants. So they eat anything from tiny mammals, insects, nuts, grains, anything you feed them. And they are also excellent foragers, so they also clean up the dead animals. and they are actually responsible for cleaning up most of the animals that are dead from road accidents in the previous two episodes i spoke about hummingbirds and squirrels and both of them were very territorial and extremely solitary animals you know they didn't like to hunt together they were protective of their environment but crows are on the opposite side of the spectrum they love to live in close knit families just like us the mammals they hunt together In fact, they also raise offsprings together. They are what you call cooperative breeders. Now, what that means is that, you know, they say it takes a village to raise a child, and that's exactly what happens with these crows. Let me tell you an experiment that ornithologist Lawrence Kilham did. He observed all these crows during the nesting season and found some very interesting and intriguing behaviors. Right when the nesting season starts, the females start building the nest. and the helper birds and the mate sort of bring twigs and sticks to start helping the female bird build the nest and not only that once the eggs are in there the female bird sort of incubates them almost 90% of the time so most of the time the female is restricted to the nest and during that time the mate as well as other helper birds bring food every hour including when the young ones are born he also observed uh, that the brothers you know the older ones actually took care of the younger offsprings so they helped their mothers raise their brothers and sisters how adorable right he also found something very interesting just like us when when a baby is born we all go to see the baby right we are so curious and just like that so many other crows come and visit the nest to make sure the young ones are healthy and happy In fact, once the young ones are raised and the female no longer feeds the birds, they still stay around in the same territory they were born for as long as the first 6 years of their lives. 
let's talk a little bit about the revolution uh, where do they come from where do they first appear and so on so the corvids based on fossil evidence appear to have evolved in central asia and radiated out to north america africa europe australia and everywhere else the very latest evidence shows that they had an australasian origin and then they moved into asia and started spreading there and moved back to australia and started brand new species you know the crows are have been known to humans for a long time in fact during the iron age the humans hunted the crows so we have well documented evidence of them in the modern taxonomy Now that we know how they behave, where they're found and so on, let's get to the exciting part. Let's learn about their habits and their intelligence. Crows are actually extremely intelligent birds. Now crows are so smart and so good at learning new things that zoologists, you know, adorably they call them feathered apes. Now you might think crows have really small brains and evolutionarily The bigger their brain, the more the cognitive capabilities and intelligence. But actually, related to its body size, the brain is huge. It accounts for over 2.7% of the bird's overall weight. And when we compare it to humans, we have about a 3-pound brain, and that's about 1.9% of our body weights. So you can imagine the crows actually have big-sized brains compared to their body size. Of all the living birds, actually crows and ravens and the parrots They are the ones with the biggest brain to body size ratio and a lot of experiments have been taking place in the labs to assess their intelligence and cognitive capabilities. Now let's look deeper into their brain structure. What makes them so special and intelligent, right? Now all corvids they have a relative big brain for their size as we know, but let's say a nutcracker or a jay, they also have big brains but they are not as cognitively capable as the crows and the corvids. and this is because the jays and the nutcrackers they have a huge hippocampus and this is a region involved in memories now crows and ravens on the other hand are more like primates they have exceptionally large forebrains and that is what gives them the capabilities of analytical thought flexible behavior plasticity and so on in fact researchers have shown that these crows have a higher density of neurons in their forebrain than even primates so the amount of neurons in this region is actually a direct correlation to intelligence and theoretically having more neurons translates to more cognitive reasoning now comparing you know the brain size and the the composition of the brains of primates and crows so what differentiates primates and humans is that we have a structure called the neocortex and this is what helps make advanced cognition possible now corvids on the other hand they don't have this neocortex but instead they have evolved a little differently they have evolved instead to have densely packed clusters of neurons so if you think about it actually the specific kind of brain they have doesn't really matter i mean you don't have to have a neocortex to have cognitive capabilities evolution can take another route to achieve the same goal so that's exactly what has happened here and this is what we call convergent evolution where nature takes completely different evolutionary paths to lead to the same feature or behavior how amazing is that now we as humans usually think that any creature that looks closer to humans you know with a similar brain size and looks similar are the ones that are more intelligent 
but actually the behavior and intelligence in crows sort of proves that otherwise now let's talk about two very different and exciting um experiments that were conducted in crows that sort of represents or demonstrates their cognitive capabilities so one was conducted by um and published by PLOS1 their scientists determined that a specific species of crows the new caledonian crows can not only do- tell the difference between water and sand but they also understand what is called water displacement so the test actually involved a tube containing water and there was a treat floating on top of the water now the crows could not reach all the way to the treat because the water level was too low the crows eventually started filling the tube with enough rocks such that the water got displaced and eventually they got the you know the treat now does this sound familiar to anybody this is exactly what was described in a fable called the crows and the pitcher another very crazy experiment that was conducted was by a you know bbc program it's called inside the animal's mind and i'm going to link that to the description if you want to look at it visually to get you know more understanding of the experiment but here um this crow was nicknamed 007 and it was put through the most complex puzzle it's a eight step puzzle uh to get to the final treat um the crow was actually exposed to each of these puzzles at different points in time but never in this kind of sequence so the crow had to sort of cognitively understand the sequence of these puzzles in order to go to the final treat watch the video it's so good now a recent 2020 study actually looked at crows and saw if they have consciousness like humans and great apes now crows brain they lack cerebral cortex just like what primates have as i told before but they have been tracking crows activities to understand if they actually do have something called consciousness and if they do prove it right then that can change a whole lot of things of our understanding of consciousness itself now apart from understanding science and physics and so on crows are actually excellent at identifying human faces in fact if a human harms another crow or acts as a predator it can actually teach the other crows how the human looks like so that all the other crows know who you are isn't that amazing so in fact the crows in your neighborhood know you better than you do know them <laughs> so Remember the next time you see a crow in your neighborhood you can be sure that they know who you are and they know exactly what kind of behavior you possess in fact the scientists who do these experiments with crows they wear a mask to hide their identity so that the crows do not attack them when they see them in the future so if you think about everything that i've told you just up till now um you can very clearly see how closely related the behavior of crows is to us humans right but how do these crows come up with such intelligence while other birds do not have the same thing so many scientists have conducted studies to understand what makes the crow stand out in terms of intelligence and cognition and they have found a very interesting pattern here so i didn't mention before that these crows are you know they are close knit families they do not leave their parents for a, up to 6 years you know they get nurtured and trained by their parents in fact now when you think about it from an evolutionary perspective you know brains are very costly right they're very expensive they need a lot of food as well as a lot of education and protection for the evolution to make it worthwhile to have such a big brain compared to the body size and this kind of parental nurture helps these crows train themselves and improve their intelligence 
And this is similar to what happens in primates and, you know, us humans. All the extended parenting is a key to make all the brain's metabolic costs worthwhile. And that's exactly what happens with the crows, if you think about it. I really hope that you learned something very new about these intelligent birds. And the next time you see one, I hope that your perspective about these birds are a little different. Let me know your own experiences with these birds and I would love to hear from you. Connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at Bioscope Podcast or you can always email me at bioscope.podcast at gmail.com. <laughs>